This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, this is Monique. And this is Sydney. And you're tuned into Monique and Sydney's Open, Open Relationship. Relationship. It's going to be the type of conversations that normally we're afraid to have out loud. Is it okay to be gay? Friends. How many of us have them? Mother and daughters. Is it always all bad? The mind's like a parachute. It's no good unless it's open. <laughs> That's what's up. Hello, my loves. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Monique and Sydney's Open Relationship. Hey, Daddy. <laughs> what's up, Mom? What? What? Why do you laugh? Hey, you make me laugh. You make me smile. Your enthusiasm. Okay, we're going to get in it. We're going to get in it. Okay, so we're going to get in it. And here's how we're going to get in it. Y'all saw the, the, the topic. Are you aware of what you're putting out to the universe? Into the universe. Now, what, what do we mean by that, Daddy? Are you aware of what you're putting out into the universe? Energy. Are you aware of your presence and how you exist and coexist in this universe? Are you aware of why you receive the energy that you receive in return based upon what you're giving? Are you cognizant of that? Now, how we come up with this one? Multiple reasons. Uh, one of them was being in a Panera Bread. And there happened to be an older lady there. And by older, I would say she may have been, you know, mid 50. She wasn't a teenager. Maybe pushing 60. It's hard to tell. And her customer service was as if, and it, she had trainee on her shirt. And it's not like due to the fact of you moving slow or something like that, that, you know, you're a trainee, you expect. It's kind of like seeing someone who is a student driver uh, driving a extra cautiously you expect that but you wouldn't expect someone who's a student driver who you went around them because they were driving extra cautiously to flip you the bird okay okay <laughs> well see at this young le- or this older lady her presence was like yeah oh huh and i make it a point that when you're working and you're dealing with people that deal with your food you want to be extra polite. Mm-hmm. Number one, people are working with your food, and though she's just taking the order, it's a tough job. You're dealing with the public. But as a rule of thumb, I always say to myself, the customer should never be more enthusiastic and more polite than the person who is providing the service. You should at least match that level of enthusiasm at the very least. And just her customer service and her level of tact and professionalism, not to be too judgmental, but it kind of made you feel like the reason why she's at this new job as a trainee 
is because she was doing the same shit at the old job <laughs> when she was a trainee. Boom. Knee. So that's what's up. Are you aware of what you're giving out and putting into the universe? Like, are you that person that does work at that Panera Bread? Are you listening right now? And were you aware of just your blandness, just your unwillingness almost to be friendly? And then take that from that position and just apply it to ourselves and say, what are we giving off Mm -hmm. as we move and go through our journey on a daily basis? Whether we're on our way to work, coming from work, on our way to lunch, how do we deal with people? On a regular basis. Are you aware of the energy you're putting into the universe? 404-832-2963. Call us up and let's talk about it. But you you know what I sometimes um, am guilty of? Matching someone's energy. Like, I can be guilty of that sometimes. Like, I don't know what my energy would have been with that woman in Panera. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, has she been? <laughs> yes, I know what you're saying. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I said I'm guilty of it. Yes, you did. And 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 I got. And you're gonna do time. No. I, I gotta work on it. That's all right. But I I think that sometimes, if I go into a place and their energy is almost like yeah, then my energy becomes like what well, what well, baby what's wrong? <laughs> right. You know like what what's wrong because you are fixing my food or you are, whatever it is you're doing what's wrong because. Now it's it's like it's a struggle to get you to be friendly. Right. And by the end of the interaction, she was at least lukewarm enough to muster up a smile, but still got the order wrong and got me three sandwiches <laughs> versus the two that I asked for, which is another reason why you may want to be polite, because even when you think you're right, you may be wrong in the way in which you address someone who you think may have been incorrect, but you find out you're incorrect. It helps a lot when you address them politely. And one of the most difficult things to do is take someone's energy that's negative and you refuse to do anything uh, to match it. And you say, I'm going to recycle that energy and I'm going to give it back to you positively. And see what they do with it. Now, it does not work all the time because they just may be in that much of a funk that they can't feel what you gave them. But it's funny sometimes how you're, you'd be surprised by who's watching you. Mm. And they'll tap you and say, wow, I would have cussed them out if I was you. But I know how I feel when I get irritated and upset with people. And I don't feel good. So it's better for me in the long run. I'm getting older. Brother going to be 50 this year, you know. As as black folks, you know, you got folks in your family that come from the country. We like that that hog mogs, that fat back, that Mm -mm, pig feet. mm -mm. And genetically, Mm. you can be uh, predisposed to hypertension, high blood pressure, and things of that nature. And what you want to do is keep yourself away from it. And some of the best things you can do is stay cool when people are hot. As I had to tell a a gentleman one time who we were 
trying to do a deal with, and he was trying to muscle me into this this deal. I'm like, listen, I can stay cooler longer than you can stay hot. Mm. So that when you calm down, I'm going to still be here. I ain't mad at you. I know you want to get it done. Me too. I want to get it done too. But I can't match you. You did? I hit him with the old shit. You did? Listen. Okay, so the conversations that my husband be having with people, sometimes I'm in their business conversations or personal conversations or whatever, and when he says, I can stay cooler longer than you can stay hotter, and I be wanting to get on the phone and say, and he ain't fucking around because I've tested it. I have <laughs> tested that shit, baby, to the max. <laughs> Oh, and sometimes he be so goddamn cool, y'all. I'd be like, you trying to be smart because you it's like you can't go anywhere when one stays calm. And then she'll say, you're trying to be smart. And then I'll do something fucked up like say, you're right, as opposed to doing something dumb and arguing with you, which I... Any man with any sense knows how are you going to win an argument with a woman? The only thing you have to call on is some logic and some calm, especially fucking with this young woman right here. <laughs> we talking about it, babies. Let's go to the lines. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this? Hello? All righty. Yeah. Okay. So, are you aware of what you are putting into the universe? Are you? And are you aware that what you put in it is what you get back? Are you? And and just, because we, we get to talking sometime, just take a pause for the cause. Let's give a shout out to some of our folks that's, 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 that's common... That's with the comments. Breezy baby. Hey, my love. What's happening, Breezy baby? And that see my spirit because we see your spirit. Hey, sweet tea. And I hope it's not froze. Hey, see stretch. And you can trick the universe. No, baby, listen here. The one thing you can't, there's two things you can't trick. Well, no, that's just one, because you can trick your damn self into some shit. The one thing you can't trick, that's the universe. You can't trick the universe. You can't trick that, baby, because that guy, it's right there all the time. All the time. And they say in one breath that Jesus, the Lord, or God is omnipotent, but one day he going to return. Mm. And I didn't know that if you were omnipotent, I would assume you were always there. And already there. But the universe that is right here beside you and I is the same universe in between these individuals that are here, our folks that are tuning in, and the same universe that's in between us and Mars. You can't trick it. It's been here too long. Come on, y'all. We're talking about it. Let's go to the lines. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this? This is C.F. Jackson out of Atlanta. How you doing, Sydney and Monique? Wonderful. How you doing? Wonderful. I was, I was tuning in. I'm, first of all, I want to say I'm loving your podcast. I, I catch it every time I can. 
And this is so awesome that you're asking a question about what you put on the universe and are you aware. And it goes back to what you've been pretty much um, piggybacking on what you've been saying since I've been watching you know, tuning in is about being self-aware. How are you self-aware of what you put it on? I know, for example, I was having a conversation with somebody, and they wanted to pop off, and they were kind of taken aback because I didn't respond back in a way that was in a negative way. And it was amazing to me because I wanted to, but I had an out-of-body experience. I'm sitting there looking at this person looking kind of crazy, but then I stayed in a place of peace, and I just said, okay. And then they looked surprised because I didn't pop up pop back off on them. So I was saying in the in the group, in the rooms that that's where your power is when you don't come back at somebody. And if you can maintain I've decided when I can maintain my, my peace among someone who wants to be angry. And I'm looking at myself as I'm working on myself, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And I do it all the time with my mother or my family or friends whom I'm all around. If we can be self aware, which you speak about all the time, Sydney and Monique on this on this show is about being self-aware, and that part starts within ourselves. And what, like you said, what you put in the universe, you can bring back. And sometimes you're testing somebody else to be taking themselves. And like I said, the person was probably shocked that I didn't pop back off on them, and I could have. And we could have been going back and forth, and I'm stuck up into their energy. Mm-hmm. But they but they left looking at themselves kind of crazy because I maintained my peace of mind, my peace, and I was over there giving myself a high five. Like, yeah, they didn't get me. They ain't suck of me. Damn <laughs> you, right. you know. I'm like, yeah, two days later, I'm still excited about feeling good about what I was able to be in that place. I can do it then. I can do it now. I can do it moving forward. But sometimes we do get sucked in because somebody's energy is so, get you out of whack and you don't want that. So I really give you accolades about the subject matter and all the things you put out in the universe is very important, and you have to ask yourself, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? That's if you it. want to be happy, then put that away because you're not going to change a person. The only thing that's, is that uh, you can change are numbers. People are people. You may want to help them, but your happiness comes first, and your happiness can fill into somebody else and make them want to change, but you can't change somebody else. And y'all a couple, you already know that, but you helping out Monique a lot. I'm sure vice versa, Monique, you helping out Sydney a lot. So you're doing a great thing in relationships, showing how relationships are built and how you communicate with one another. And I'm thankful for this show, and thank you for allowing me to tap in and, you know, just chime in in your conversation today. Thank you for calling in. Thank you, baby. You're welcome. Bye. You know, I think that the one thing I continuously teach you you ready? Kick it. It's how to be patient. Because, <laughs> y'all, I will listen. Now, it's not intentional. It's not. Like, I don't wake up and say, I'm going to see if I can push him off the edge this morning. I, I don't do it. I don't do it. But then, throughout the day, I'll be, like, looking at my list of shit I done. done. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I think that, you know, would you say that? Well, you know, there's a couple of factors. Number one, that's your personality. <laughs> okay, that's one factor. Number two, motherfucking menopause is real. Okay? And it, it be creeping in. And listen to it. Men all pause when she walks into the room. Okay? Because she it hot one minute, cold the next. Can you turn the air down? It is hot. Okay, I turned it down. It is freezing in this mother. 
But the air's off, baby. What's going on? Okay, so it's one of those things where, as the assistants had said earlier, we from Baltimore, so we always ready. Well, I'm from Baltimore, too, okay? And I'm ready, too, but I'm ready for peace, okay? Because I done seen what it is for cats get stomped out, yelled at, arguing, and all of that good stuff. And like I said, you get to a place where... I'll love to just called in a second ago, said you feel good about it days later that you did not let somebody bait you in yes. to something because you're like, wow, I avoided a trap. Yeah. So unless, as it was stated earlier, someone's giving you something positive, then you match that. We'll go to the line. Let's do it. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this? Oh, call on back when you get a chance. You know, I, 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 um, I remember you having a conversation with me, and really nurturing me through the conversations that I was having to have with my family. And I remember when it used to come to me and Millicent, I would try to hold on, and then it's like, oh no, you're not going to out talk me, and then I would scream, and then become a, a shouting match. And then when you said, you know what, Mama. Stop and just start asking questions so you can get a better understanding as to what she's trying to say. And, y'all, when I stopped, when I stopped trying to match her, when I stopped trying to be right, and that was a great point that baby just made. You want to be right or you want to be happy? Right. When I stopped trying to be right and stopped trying to match that energy, then she would say, you're trying to be sarcastic. (laughs) And it's like, I'm not trying to be sarcastic. As, but I will say the same shit to you because I didn't know what to do with that. Like, I didn't know what to do with, I didn't know what to do with someone that wasn't matching my energy. And I know this ain't unique, y'all. Like, I didn't know what to do with it. I knew how to argue. I knew how to scream and holler and I knew how to cuss you out, but I didn't know how to say, okay, but wait a minute, let me ask you a question. What's wrong? What's wrong? Okay, that done fucked everything up. That done fucked Let's everything up. Let's go on to the lines. <laughs> hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this? Hi, Mo. This is Keisha calling. How are you? Hey, Keisha. Wonderful, baby. Talk to I us. I am so excited to be talking with you and Sid and to finally catch you live. Um, I just wanted to say I love both of you and thank you for sharing your love. Um, I kind of am like you. I take in people energy sometimes and I have a hard time I'm honing it in sometimes, but I'm learning. And so I just want to say thank you to you and Sid for the show. Oh, oh, thank you, baby. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, guys. I love you all. Thank you for your energy, we too. We love you back. Have and a great day. You, too. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Open Relationship with Monique and Sydney Hicks. What we love is all of the, well, we love all of the folks, even the ones that have some issues, you know, as we all do. But we appreciate the people that are in this room because there's an appreciation for good vibes because you could be anywhere right now, but you're saying, let's get some spiritual food. Let's get some intellectual food that's going to make us better because we'll focus on planning our vacation, planning what car we're going to get, planning how we're going to do certain things 
but have no strategic measures uh, uh, allotted for us as to how we're going to deal with the most important individuals in the world, and that's other human beings. You have no strategy as to what am I going to do to circumvent negativity? Mm-hmm. And what am I going to do to bring on positivity? So for the folks that are listening, it's one of those things where we can't say that we appreciate you enough because we do, because we know that you're part of the process of making the world a better place. As corny as that may sound, as corny as it may, may sound, but dare to be corny. Dare to be corny. Let's go to the lines, baby. Are you daring to be corny? You're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's That's this? That's a different topic. <laughs> That's why they hung up. This is a different topic. <laughs> it's like, I didn't call in for Dare to be like Corny. That. I like that. I like it, Daddy. Dare to be corny. Wow. Because if that's who you are, you're being yourself, and then you run into other individuals who say, you know what? I feel the same way. I was just afraid to be laughed at. I was just afraid to be shunned. I was just afraid to be softer because I was always told it was a sign of weakness to be loving when someone was not being loving to me. Let's go to the lines. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this? Hi, this is Crystal Scratching. Um, I would see Scratch in the comments, and I had to call in. First of all, I love you guys' show because you guys are so unapologetically you, and I so appreciate that. But what I was saying in the comments earlier was that I agreed with both of you that you can't trick the universe. And what I was saying was being someone that grew up in church where I was taught to let, not let your good be evil spoken of, I got really good at faking the funk of appearing good. Wow. But yet my intentions mm-hmm. were not that of good spirit. And so that's what I was saying is you can't trick the universe that... It knows your intentions. It knows the stuff that you're putting out there, regardless of what your actions may look like. It knows that, you know, where you're coming from, if it's pure of heart or if it's from malice. Yes. The the magnitude of strength that it takes for you to say what you just said is why we do this podcast, because we want people to come as they are. You don't have to be fraudulent in the world. It's just people... They put you under the impression that this is something that you do, and then we elect to do it. So the fact that you gave yourself some self-analysis and you came to this understanding, then you're able to speak to it, people are blessed to have you as a friend. Mm. Oh, thank you for that. And again, I just appreciate you, too, because coming from a place where there was a lot of fakeness, you know, in what I was taught in that religion, it is so freeing to see other people come to that enlightenment and not be afraid to share it. Because I experienced in my own experience that sometimes you'd be afraid in communities like a certain church to express the things that you're learning that seem to be outside of the dogma of what we're taught. And so I I really appreciate you, too, for what you do. Thank you very much. Thank you, sis. All right. Have a blessed day. You, too. At See My Spirit said... um, Regarding the universe, and I'm paraphrasing, it doesn't see good or bad. It just gives you the energy that you give off. And it's kind of like in mirroring the universe, the proverbial yin and yang are things that are here purposely. 
and you begin to question, is there a good versus evil? There are things, it's kind of like when we see a storm and it annihilates a city and people are killed in a tornado and we look at it as a tragedy. You wonder, does the universe look at it as a tragedy more so than these are things that happen from a universal standpoint? Mm-hmm. You were given life, you know, and and you had to break the sack. That explosion is a, a disruption, if you will, but it created your birth. And with the destruction of a city, sometimes it sometimes creates the birth of togetherness due to the fact that now people have to come together even though people were destroyed and homes and things of that nature. So you begin to say are the things that we're dealing with as heavy as we make them. And because, in my humble opinion, oftentimes we're not, even when it comes down to someone saying you have months, weeks, days to live, it takes you back. It takes you aback and you're afraid and you're fearful. But then there's a calm that seems to always take place over people on a level of acceptance where they're prepared. Because as they were saying earlier, energy is not something that's destroyed. It just transitions and transforms into another state, if you will. So that is to the, you know, good or bad. And is this person good or bad as opposed to they just are? And how can we do the best to preserve what we think is the best in us? Y'all, we, 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 I see the light blinking and we're going to take the call, but I just have this thought that I want to share before we go to the lines because someone said in the room, is Sydney always this calm? <laughs> is he always this calm? Yes. He's always right here. He's always leveled. He's always balanced. I've never not seen him unbalanced. So, yeah, and when he just said that when you find out you may have months or days or whatever to live, and once that acceptance kicks in, it's a level of calm. Well, I want to share a story with you all because I've experienced it with him. So we were on a flight, and we were flying privately. And the plane started doing some real crazy shit, okay, like, it start doing the kind of crazy shit where everybody gets quiet because you don't know what the fuck is getting ready to happen. Now, Sydney and I are sitting, we're at a table, so we're sitting across from one another. And he has my hands, and he can see the panic that's starting to set in with me. And he said, Mama, we okay? And then the plane did something else, and then he grabbed my hands tighter and said, we okay, which meant whatever way it goes, we okay. And when I tell y'all a calm came over me, baby, I was like, then shit, we okay, whichever way it goes. And the point that I'm saying is he's never telling y'all something that he ain't walking in. He ain't never telling you some shit that he ain't walking in. And that's why when we do get those kind of calls, it always fucks with me in such a wonderful way because I knew that it would happen, but I want y'all to know I ain't never going to try to give y'all nothing that I don't know it ain't the real shit. So he ain't never saying nothing that he ain't truly walking in. But I'm not always this calm because 
I have made some tremendous comebacks in Madden 2017, <laughs> and I have gotten excited. I'm not fucking and with then you. there's these dirty rats that are phenomenal, though, that have taken my big leaves, and then they tore me up. Then I'm hurt inside. Now, I got to compliment them later, but I'm hurt. So that's not always true. That's not always true. Over now, you said this got pumped up. You Over see? goddamn Madden. Okay, then. Yeah. Give it to me. All right, y'all, do you know what you are putting into the universe? We're talking about it. Let's go to the lines. Hey, my baby, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this? Good, good morning. Good morning. How, how are you? <laughs> Wonderful. How are you doing? I'm, I'm so good. This is Maritza. Hey, Marissa. I can't even explain to you guys how... You guys have touched me in such a way this morning. Uh, me and my husband have, we started our own business. We're doing a whole bunch of other stuff. And so with that comes, you know, you have anxiety, you have things going on. And so I'm more of the, I would say, Miss Monique type where I'm more aggressive and I have, <laughs> I react to the energy around me. And I'm crying as I'm saying this, but, you know, you just get nervous and you don't know what's going on. And so my husband has... Within the last week, said to me, "We're going to be okay," and I believe that. I believe that you guys are tools for 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 individuals, and because as you guys are talking, it is validating to me that it is going to be okay. Um, with him saying it's going to be okay, I kept saying he don't know what the hell he's talking about. But to hear how you guys' relationship work and to see the similarities in me and my husband and. The validation, you know, is just there. And I just wanted to say thank you that the energy you're putting out today is helping me and saying it's okay. But it really is. Just so you know, though, you're a tool, too, yes. because your words just allowed others to feel the same way. So mm -hmm. what we are in this group, we're no different than than you. You only know it when you see it. And sometimes we're afraid to see it and say it out loud. But once we say it out loud, there's a level of commitment we have to it that we didn't have when we kept it inside. And now that you spoke it out loud and you said you believe it, then it's for real. Because one other thing that I said to Monique when we want to plane, if we go down, we do it together. Right. So if you and your man go down, it's together. <laughs> right. You did. Uh, and, you know, as, some, as I hear it, you know, I wasn't taught this. And so the energy you give off in the home. So, like, I think about my kids and how, you, you know, how I deal with them. But it, it really wasn't taught at home about energy. You know, I, I came from a home where everyone was yelling and screaming. There was no one that was the calm one. It was just everybody was always. And so it's like these things are not taught to you. And you have to, you know, you guys bring it up and you start to you start to see the picture. These things weren't taught to me. So you... You start to realize it. Humbly, for all of what you did not receive, that was the lesson. Because when you're not being spoken to lovingly, that is the lesson of love. Right. So Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, baby. Bye. You know... These people are going to stop making me <laughs> oh, babies. But I appreciate it, though, because it's like 
it's a renting, if you will. It's a, a, a cleansing. When you talk to people who, who love people mm-hmm. and, and are unafraid to say, I want to get along with others in this world. So I'm trying not to make this a practice where James has to keep giving Monique and I. <laughs> That's why I get him from the Chick-fil-A. <laughs> you get him from the Chick-fil-A, okay? Um, to go through this, but it is the universe's energy that we're getting from you all that is way more powerful than our little bodies. So we appreciate you all. And that's it. Are you aware of what you're putting into the universe? Because what you put in, you know that it's what you get back. And I want to address that, baby Marissa, if I could. And I know she's off the line, and I hope she's still in the room. And I know she said that when her husband said to her, we're going to be okay, and it's like, you know, she felt like you don't know what you're talking about. And and then you understand how she says she came up. And oftentimes, and I'm going to talk to the women and, and the men, just people, we've been taught not to trust in one another. We've been taught, y'all, not to depend on one another. We've been taught it so much, and we're so conditioned into it that when our husbands or our wives say, we're going to be okay, we look at them and it's like, mm, I don't know. I don't know if I can trust you. I don't know if I can trust that. So, Marissa, when your man say, y'all going to be okay, baby, y'all going to be okay. And for the, all the other sisters out there, when your man or your woman, whoever that mate is, they say, we're going to be okay, and you know the character of the person. Now, if this nigga say we're going to be okay, but you know he didn't spent up all the goddamn money, and then he's snorting crack. That's, Is that what you do with crack? Snorting, you snort crack? I don't know what you do with it, but oh, he's doing okay. something with it. Okay. <laughs> but if you know you got that one that's saying we're going to be okay, but you know you can look at them and they've made it okay, it's okay to believe in them. It's okay to trust in them. And it's okay to believe in one another, and we all have an expiration date. And if you are expiring together with your mate as you're trying to attain something good, what better way to go than as opposed to you still expire and you try for nothing positive. Mm-hmm. You, you, you're working together. And we're in a world that tries to teach you that you need to do everything independently. Independence is a great thing because what it will allow you to do is execute your task while your mate is executing the task at hand while you're working together. It's like being uh, two components uh, designed, two movable parts, but for one unit. Mm. And if you can live like that and take advantage of it, it allows you to trust and build together, and there's nothing wrong if you fail together because that means you just learn something together. Don't <laughs> give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. It just made me laugh, y'all, because I can remember when we knew we were going to be hit with the taxes, mm-hmm. and we knew the story was coming out. 
And that old bitch at the tax office was just a nasty bitch. She was, and I, went, I matched her energy because she was just being mean. Just mean. For no reason. It's like, bitch, is this your money? God damn it. Just mean. But I remember we were standing in the closet, and we, I knew what was getting ready to hit. And my daddy looked at me and said, Mama, we ain't letting nobody embarrass us out of life. We good. Sisters, at that very moment, God damn it, we were good. Like, and when the motherfucking story hit, we, and here they come. Yes, they're telling the truth. And we were good before that. It's just sometimes, as uh, our girl was just a moment ago, she was good prior to understanding or prior to being fearful of what it is. It's just part of the process. Mm. And when you're not embarrassed because... I've shared this with Monique, and I don't know if I've ever shared this on a podcast, but I don't remember. But there's some individuals that get an opportunity to remember a little bit about past lives or past experiences. And what I do remember, and this thought has been with me since I was a small, small child, where it wasn't as if I was being judged. Judgment Day was not a day in which someone else is judging you. Judgment day is the day in which you judge yourself. And you determine, did you do what it was that you needed to do where you last came from? And if you did not, are you going to do it this time you go back? And for me, I said, the last time I was in a different form prior to being Sidney Eugene Hicks, I felt as if I did not do what it was I was supposed to do and I left some stuff on the table because I wasn't honest about who I was and whatever it was. Now, I don't know who I was, but I came into this life with an understanding of do not let someone embarrass you out of it because when you get to that next plateau and you reflect on the thoughts of those people who judged you, it won't mean so much. So put yourself in a place and space where what's going to mean the most to you is how you feel about you, truthfully, because you are the judge and the jury because the universe has seen it all, and it doesn't see the good and bad, and there are people that believe in, and I'm not going to try to deter you from doing so, but it's like if you take candy, do you do 30 uh, uh, days in jail? Do you get a misdemeanor or do you serve life? If you've made a mistake that people consider a sin, the universe is not going to punish you for eternity for what you did in a finite moment here on earth, in my humble opinion. So be bold enough not to allow others to judge you because when it comes down to it, you're going to find that you're going to have the gown, the gavel, the little wig, and you're going to be the Supreme Court. Because the universe don't have time to judge you because it's in the midst of creating while we are dealing with what we have to deal with, in my humble opinion. We're talking about it, y'all. Are you aware of what you're putting into the universe? Let's go to the lines. Hey, babies, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this? Hi, Auntie. This is Israel. How are you? Hey, baby. I miss you guys. <laughs> How you doing? You I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I, I just wanted to chime in. You guys got me over here crying. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> Man. 
Um, I was listening to your, your broadcast, as always, and I was thinking about the time when I found out that my mother had Alzheimer's. And I'm the last out of eight. And you know, as you know from the past broadcast of speaking, my sisters and I and my brothers, we don't speak because I'm gay, and we don't speak. So mm-hmm. I only have one sister who I speak with at the present. But I was laying in bed, and I was talking to Peaches before she got ready to go to work. And I was telling her, you know, this is, and I've already read up on Alzheimer's. This is going to be a long, you know, stretch. It's going to be difficult. And I just started crying. And I just would not stop crying. And she just moved her arm from underneath my head. She got on her phone. She called the job and said, yeah, listen, um, I'm not coming in. My wife needs me. So do what you got to do. She hung up the phone and got back in the bed and held me. And I said, oh, my God, did she just quit? She literally quit her job and stayed home with me for three and a half years, taking care of my mother with me and being my my support, just the reason why I call her mommy and why she calls me mommy, because we are each other's mothers. Yes. And what's so ironic is her mother died of Alzheimer's, and then my mother died of Alzheimer's on her mother's birthday. Wow. You know. Wow. We have... We have been through so much together, 23 years, 23 years together. And we've, she's seen my, she's the reason why I hated my father, couldn't stand this man because of what he did to my mother and what he did to me growing up. I didn't like him at all. He didn't like me. You know, he thought it was my fault that I was molested when I was eight. You know, I didn't know anything about sex, but he thought it was my fault. So I couldn't stand him. Mm-hmm. And in 2002, Peaches said, Reba, your father and his new wife are coming over to your sister's house. Let's go over there. I thought I want to see. We're going. You don't know if this is going to be the last time you see your father. Let's go. And I went over there, and I saw him and his wife, the woman he married after my mother. And, you know, we, we talked, and he, had, he was in the beginning stages of Alzheimer's. So he barely knew who I was. But he said, hey, girl, and, you know, like nothing ever happened between us. And I was like, okay, hey, you know. And then when we left, I felt a little bit better. Almost a year later, he died. And I was like, oh, my God. If she had not made me go, I would have, been, I, I would have missed that opportunity. I thank the universe. I thank God for Peaches mm-hmm. because she sees in me something that is worth fighting for. And I see in her everything that's worth fighting for mm-hmm. and against you know, and I see that in you two. You two have been each other's background, each other's, you know, front stage, each other's bodyguards, each other's pillow. And I think it's beautiful. I just wanted to say how much I love you guys and thank you for always opening up and being so naked and so exposed as opposed to Tinseltown. You're not like them. That's why I'm in trouble now. (laughs) God damn it. We love you, You are the black pioneers of Hollywood, and we appreciate you. And you don't have to shoot me, Harriet Tubman. I'm not going to tell anybody about this Underground Railroad. (laughs) (laughs) Love you, baby. Hug pages for us. Absolutely. I definitely will love you, too. Okay, bye-bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye, my baby. You know, Daddy, they, they, they... They make me smile. They make me smile because, 
Y'all just don't understand. Y'all don't understand that years ago, I'm like, yo, it's needed. We need this. We need this. I say again, I don't give a fuck about red bottom shoes. I don't give a fuck about the hottest pocketbook. I don't give a fuck about the latest designer. What we really care about is what's happening with us. What's happening with us? Because when we leave here, you're going to be naked. You're going to be naked. And if they do bury you in red bottoms, bitch, you think they're going to let you put that in the ground? They're going to take them goddamn shoes off your feet. They're going to they, they do it. They're going to take them? They're going to they take them, daddy. They take shit. Okay. And that's Baltimore right there. She said, I don't give a fuck. That's spelled G-I-A. That's two words. Give fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Okay. So... I'm saying all of this to say, y'all, listen, again, we get sold a lot of shit. And I've been behind the curtains with a lot of the sellers. I have been behind the curtain shit with all of the sellers. And the one thing that frightens me is I have to say to myself as I'm behind those curtains is, I know y'all selling us bullshit. Because when them cameras come up, you're something different than when you're behind these curtains. And that's why a lot of people don't like to fuck with me, and I'm okay with that because they know I've seen them behind the curtains. But when it comes to this man sitting next to me, I see him behind the curtain, y'all. And what y'all are getting on this podcast is what I get behind the curtain. Is what our babies get a chance to get behind the curtain. Is what his friends get a chance to get. And I'll tell you, anybody that is a friend to this man, just ask him, what is it like? And what he's giving y'all is the same thing he give us. He ain't giving y'all no shit and then come home and fuck us up. <laughs> okay? That, mm-mm. The same thing he gives on this podcast is the same thing that he gives to his family. So when people say, Mo, there's something that's calming about you, there's something that's different because what I'm being fed and how I'm being led. And there are some people that's been saying, oh, he's controlling her. He's not controlling me. He's leading me. And there's a difference. And I am openly ready to be led. So when I hear our sister saying, how much of a boss you are, how independent, how empowered, and I can do the same thing my man can do. Bitch, no, you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. We weren't designed that way. So when we do these shows, and I hear the sisters and the brothers calling in, saying, hey, man, I just want to say thank you because it's so honest and it's so open and it's so real. I'm grateful That what I knew, what I know for sure, is when the world got a chance to hear you. I appreciate it. And humbly, one correction to what you're saying. Give it to me. Give it to me. And that is, we walk together. We walk together. I don't lead you. We walk together because there are moments where you see things that I don't see it. And... My baby will be like, listen, they're not going to call back. You don't ran them off because they you caught them in a lot. I, I, they're going to call back. Baby, 
No, they not. Don't expect the Copa. I'm not <laughs> expecting it, but and she knows. So horses are something that you lead, and you can lead your family, but there are moments, and I'm not the guy that's saying to you because there's a level of empowerment that women oftentimes lose, but we're equally yoked, if you will. And when you have as, you know, we were just speaking about, you know, it's like you can be a king, you can be a queen, and they're both together as opposed to, because everybody knows the, the women, yeah, y'all kind of run shit. I mean, you, you know what I'm saying? It's, like, it's a level of acquiescing that takes place with men because they want to see their wife happy as that person who you're supposed to be the leader of the house, but you don't walk behind me. That's, no. that's not what we do. Nor do I walk behind you because there was a time Monique would mm. try to have a brother walking behind, and I'd be like, and I would stop sometime, and I'm like, can I ask you a question? Yes. Well, if somebody comes to whip ass, were you going to whip their asses? Were you going to fight for us both? Because if so, honey, I'll just stay back here like, you know, a little hoe cake. No, yeah, daddy. I'll be. Let me. Let me just go stay back here and not do anything. But w- w- what's it gonna be? So there's a level of when people say brainwashing. The one thing you can't do with this woman is brainwash. When they say you have to be her protector, typically I'm protecting <clears throat> others from the wrath of their ridiculousness. Because if she sees you being ridiculous again. We are from Baltimore, okay, which is brothers with Detroit, Chicago, New York. Anywhere there is real, okay, (laughs) anywhere real exists, it is synonymous with this. And she has a hairpin trigger, okay? So if she sees, and, and, and again, it doesn't matter if she sees somebody else being mistreated, it's getting ready to be a problem. Napalm, Agent Orange, all no, of that. Daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I love about her because most people will stand back and watch others be taken advantage of. And because it does not have anything to do with them, they'll say nothing. But because she's saying, I know what it is to be the big fat black girl that they're going to crack jokes on what I'm not going to do because I do have a voice is let somebody else get picked on. And it doesn't matter what color you are. doesn't matter what size, what you look like. All that matters is you're being treated poorly. And when you're getting treated properly, we feel compelled to speak on that too. Where we say we appreciate your service. We're in the process of a move right now. And we're dealing with some individuals who are incredible at what it is that they do. And we had to let them know. So it goes both ways. When we see things that are not right, you speak about them. But when you see things that are, speak about them just as adamantly. Don't let it go by. But that's when you take the time when someone treated you right and gave you good customer service. And you say, who's your manager? 
And at first, they're going to look a little puzzled because they thought they did right by you. Mm -hmm. And then they get their manager, and then you look their manager in their eye, and you tell them, this person right here is what you want working for you. Mm. And they're going to be, you better be careful because they may have your job one day if you're not on point. But please give them the praise that they deserve to have because, again, folks are saying what we do, you're are tools for good as well. That's why we're all here in the same room together spending this time with one another. You know, Daddy, I have have to say this, um, what you were saying. And and I think that this is some of our issues as women, because I'm learning how not to say as black women, but as women. One of our issues is we don't think that we can be taught or that we can be led. And... There are times that I need to be led. There are times that I need to be raised. And I think we get afraid of those words because of what they may sound like. You know, oh, what you mean he's raising you? What you mean he's leading you? Well, I'm unapologetic about those words because those are the words I know to use. Because that's how I feel about it. It's like there are things that I need leadership on. And there are things that I need raising on. There are so many things. Sisters, there is so much shit I did not learn. There's so much that I wasn't given in, in, in just, in just attitude and personality and reciprocity and, and consideration. It was so much that I was not given. So there are times that I am, I am a little girl and he has to ABC me. Because the woman in me and the ego wants to fight it. I'm fucking grown. Who are you talking to? And he has to say, you. And now, let me give it to you so that you really understand it. So, I appreciate when you say, Daddy, we are, we are side by side. We are. But I had to learn how to listen. I had to learn how to take direction. I had to learn how to be led because when you said to me years ago, you're funny, but you haven't reached it yet. And I'm like, what does that mean? Because those people don't know you. You go up there and you, you're funny, but they don't know you yet. That changed my, that changed my whole stage performance. Like it, it, no one was going to give me that. Because people would just say, you're funny. But no manager, no agent was going to say, listen, that's nice, but we need this. So when I use those words, I use those words because those are the words that I know to use. And I feel good about saying, because when I am on stage, I do say, he's not controlling, he's leading. And I'm watching him lead his family into a place of, that I've not seen anyone in my family be led to a place of peace be led to a place of togetherness and unity. And I'm finding myself, I say to my sons every day before they go off to camp, y'all make sure y'all take care of each other. And that's not something I ever heard from my parents. But watching you nurture us, that's something now that I know I need to say. So I'm saying all that to say, nigga, shit, I'm good with the leadership. And I appreciate that. But I like to also say that everything in moderation Because, again, what you have to offer, the things that you say, and as I've said to you before, don't discount yourself because you assume that you don't know your 
to me, I would put my money on somebody that has good old-fashioned horse sense than a Harvard education. And this is not to disrespect people with a Harvard education, but they're educated fools out here. And they're people that because of their education that they may have received formerly haven't tapped into the good old common horse sense that their mama, that their grandmother, that their great-grandmother had and gave them that they forgot because now we are taught these tools of invincibility. We try to avoid and evade vulnerabilities as if we're supermen and superwomen. And sometimes, as Brother Isaiah said to us, man, sometimes a nigga just need a hug, okay? Sometimes a nigga just need a hug. And especially we as black men, especially because we're supposed to be these monsters. We're supposed to be these individuals that are so tough we can't cry. We have to be. And that's what makes you tough is when you have a heart, when you're in tune with your emotions, when you are cognizant of the vibes that you're putting off because you don't have to walk around and be a bully because what you understand is anybody that knows human nature, bullies are the individuals that just didn't get socked hard enough. (laughs) And the moment they do, you see what happens to a bully. They no longer bullies. They now been humble. Listen, we talked about it today, Daddy. Time goes so goddamn fast. We talked about it. How much time was it so far, sir? Daddy, that's look, what it is. Okay, yeah. that's right. That's it. And the show today was: Are you aware of what you're putting into the universe? And. The one thing my daddy always say, you know what, mama? We always say to people, take the best and leave the rest. And as see, my spirit said, hurting people hurt people. Yes. And that's, that's real. That's real. So when we see those individuals out that are not cognizant of what it is that they're putting out there, maybe we can try to put out their kind word if we remember hurting people hurt people. <laughs> I love you, baby. <laughs> I love you back. Oh, y'all, it is that time. It is that time. And we want to thank y'all because, like my daddy said earlier, y'all could be doing anything, but y'all chose to take your time and come listen to these two dummies from Baltimore, Maryland. Two of us. Two of us. So we want to thank y'all, baby. And please tell a friend and tell another friend and tell 10 more friends to make sure you go to play.it and click on Monique and Sydney's open relationship. Like my daddy says, the mind is like a parachute. It is no good unless it's open. We love y'all. For free. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.